Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 53 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I am your co-host, Heather. I'm Sharla. And I'm Sarah. Welcome back, ladies. I missed you. We missed you. It was Honestly, so we didn't really, quiet we didn't here. Have that much time to miss you? So it's a short trip. <laughs> I know you missed me because you were texting me pictures an awful lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did miss you, but it was a very short trip. Well, they were at Disney World for what two and a half days last week, which is yeah. why we pre-recorded. Um, so we're going to hear about their trip a little bit later on, but. Because we pre-recorded in true Disney fashion, there's about 10 billion items of news that we want (laughs) to get to. Um, So I guess the first bit of news is the Skyliner's open. Yay! (laughs) Did did you guys get to ride it? We did not. We asked twice, and they said it was for cast member previews both times. Um, So... I will say, you know, everybody who's listening knows that we are not big fans of this idea. Um, in theory. Because we don't theory. know. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I, w- I want to say a couple things about it. So I would have written it ha- had it been available to us, yes. even though I'm pretty t- scared of it. But it looks pretty cool because we-, we could see it go up. It was... It was quiet. You couldn't, you could not really hear it at all. Um, very quiet. Yeah, very quiet. And everybody who has ridden it that I've seen on Twitter or Instagram or anything, they love it. So the, you know, the news coming out about it is really positive. So it makes me more, way more excited for it than I previously was. Yeah. Um, the only, again, the only issue that I've heard is if it stops, there is not very much airflow going through there. So that is an issue because, again, no air conditioning. But when it's moving, they say it's it feels quite nice in there. Yeah. No air conditioning in Florida? I, I, know. I know. I know. I mean, come but on. But when and it's then... moving, there's there's air moving through the vehicle. So because of the way the windows are set up, you know. <laughs> yeah, but when and it, it goes really fast. And it's degrees and humid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, I know. It's, it's zippy. I mean, I was going to say it looks like it goes a lot faster zippy. than I thought it was <laughs> yeah. going to. Yeah, yeah. So I still wonder what's going to happen positive. in one of those Florida thunderstorms. That has forever been my biggest complaint about yep. it. Why did we not? I mean, it's Florida, and there's massive thunderstorms every day. Yeah. So that's what I'm still curious to see. Um, that's a really good question, and to be determined, I guess. Yep. But if Very anybody listens if you guys have written it we would love to hear what you think about it if it did it surprise you is it what you expected um you can email us at info at disneyparkprincess.com um another this i think is probably the biggest bit of news uh sarah go ahead and tell us about that disney cruise line onboard booking policy no so (laughs) for a very long time now um guests who book their next cruise while on board a disney cruise line ship have gotten um a number of perks so depending on what cruise you book or if it's just a placeholder you could potentially get a reduced deposit um an onboard credit and a up to a 10% discount. And again, it sort of depended on if you were booking a shorter cruise versus a longer cruise, what perks that you got. But the onboard credit was a perk that you got for um, everybody got an onboard credit. It's just how much you got depending on which cruise you booked. Well, Disney Cruise Line has done away with the onboard credit entirely. So the, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the only perks now are the 10% discount and the reduced deposit, but the re- reduced deposit is only on sailings seven night or longer. And the 10% um, discount does not apply to concierge or suites. It is um, categories four through 11 state rooms only. So no more OBC. Yeah. And if, if you have booked prior to this week, you do get grandfathered. Right. Into if that you, yeah. Right? If you have an existing yeah. placeholder or an existing onboard booking, you get whatever the perks were when you booked it. But right. starting this week with new sailings, um, going forward, no more onboard credit. So I'm actually shocked by this because Disney is probably the only cruise line that doesn't occasionally offer onboard credits or like fancy perks like that. And so that was a big deal to book on board. So you could get an onboard spending credit. And now like I read this and my mind exploded going now what? I yeah. Can't. I literally gasped out loud. <laughs> <laughs> what do yeah. you mean? This is the only perk you offer anybody and you're taking it away and knowing how pricey their cruises are. I I'm shocked actually by it. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that I can think of, and this is pure, we, we're now entering the realm of pure speculation on my part, but I think they know that with the new ships coming, you know, the Disney Wish is going to start sailing in January of 22. As we get closer to that two year, you know, we're, we're within, about to be within two years of that, right? Starting in January of 2020. That's that two year window that those onboard bookings were good for. I think Disney knows that everybody wants to get on that new ship everybody's going to be booking placeholders or onboard bookings to get onto that new ship. They don't need to offer the onboard credit. There's they, there's no added incentive necessary to get people to book on board. And I think Disney recognized that again, pure speculation, but that's yeah. my theory. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I would not be surprised if that 10% discount goes away soon. I think they're taking a, one thing away at a time. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I mean, I just, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, look at, I know that they are two different companies, but look at Walt Disney World and how they have limited their discounts and how um, all of that has happened. And Disney Cruise Line doesn't do uh, really groups and discounting on that and all sorts of things anymore. So I just I think in the next couple of years, we're going to see that 10 percent off go away, too. And so since Disney Cruise Line started booking 2021 sailings this week, actually, um, it's been very interesting to see because early booking savings is probably going to save you more. Like, so for example, say you want to sail in early 2021, you can book those starting this week. Right. And a lot of people sometimes like if they know they have a a cruise coming up in the next few months might not book right away because they're like, Oh, I'm going to be on a ship. It's going to be a better deal to book on board. Well, early booking savings might actually save you more than 10%. And if there was an onboard credit, well, that would be a different thing. But now with only the 10% discount, in my professional opinion, and I've been doing this for almost 13 years now, you're better off with early booking savings. You're better off booking right away than you are waiting for the 10% discount because the, depending on how far in advance, you know, the big difference is it, 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 the price could go up more than 10% between now and your cruise. Yeah. And I actually, I dealt with that with a client this week who mm-hmm. was platinum. And, um, so she could book yesterday or by the time we were recording this yesterday and, uh, we, we were debating on it and I said, you should book it now. Book it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Book it so. now because you can always cancel. Right. If, and if, if you her. go on your cruise in a few months and it turns out that the, the 10% saves you more, great. Book that and then cancel the original. That's what I told her. Yeah. Exactly what I told her. Yep. So yeah. it's interesting for sure. 
Well, <laughs> there is some good Disney news, at least for our Mar Marvel fans out there. Um, it was announced last week that Disney and Sony have reached an agreement, and Spider-Man is back. He belongs back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so they get to make more Spider-Man movies. That's I'm good, so right? I have whiplash from I, this. I know. I'm so <laughs> like, confused why it matters. And... Like we, we, we own Spider-Man, but you get to make movies about him. No, now we get to make movies. He's ours now. We get him. We get him in comic books. <laughs> and we get him in movies. So that's cool, I guess. Um, I still haven't seen the new Spider-Man. Maybe one day I will. I don't know. Okay. Um, Sharla. Can you tell us about the new... I feel like Disney's just changing things. Like, last Everything. week, you guys went away. We and went away, went and... Everything's yep. different now. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about this new stroller delivery process? I can try, because <laughs> me too. So, um, a few years ago, Disney announced that only certain providers would be able to deliver strollers to Walt Disney World without you there to sign for them. Um, this is strollers and scrollers. Uh, motorized scooters and now they are they have completely rolled that back instead of those list of, of um, companies they have one official off-site partner and Sarah what was the name of that Scooterbug. Um, scooter bug scooter bug that's right that's for the, just just for like ecvs and scooters and things uh -huh. not not strollers and then stro but strollers they have several um a couple of different companies too and so they've basically said we're only going to use these things and that's it so several of the stroller companies and the scooter companies have said guess what now we'll just be at the airport <laughs> so you can pick it up at the airport and return it to the airport which i think is a pretty good way to yeah uh, to combat that um so i'm not sure what the disney's issue is with having other scooter companies i, re I really don't know well, I think it's, and again, this is somewhat speculation and, and some not speculation, but it's the impact on the Bell Services teams at the resorts. Uh, How much time is the Bell Services team spending on businesses that are not benefiting Disney? <laughs> you know, How much time is Bell Services spending getting that stroller, getting that ECV, uh, and not on delivering people's luggage? Because Disney does not get a, you know, uh, a, a kickback, you know, from those companies. So, um, for example, Orlando Stroller Rentals um, is a company that I use personally. This is not sponsored. We have no partnership with them. It's just the, the company that I've used the most. They have four options now for receiving and returning. So they have a pickup at Orlando International Airport. Uh, they have a store. They actually have a brick and mortar store um, in Kissimmee where you can pick up your strollers. They will meet and greet at a Walt Disney World resort, but you have to be there. You have to meet them at the resort to pick up the stroller. Um, or if you're staying at a non-Disney resort, you can they, they, they can still deliver to non-Disney resorts. So those yeah. are the four options. It seems to be the way most companies are going. Yeah. And it's important to note it did not affect uh, grocery deliveries apparently too. So Right. That you can still do that as well. Yeah. Okay. And now I didn't hear anything about this, but Sarah, you said that the refillable mug price increased. Yes. So the resort refillable mugs that you can get at uh, Walt Disney World, they come with the dining plan or you can purchase them. Uh, at the resort, if you're not on a dining plan, they're um, good for the length of stay. Um, the price increase, they were $18.99 for your length of stay. They're now $19.99, so not a significant increase, although sort of percentage-wise, 
you know, kind of a yeah. big jump. Um, but also October 1st, um, which is today, the day we're recording it, a lot of outlets are reporting that um, they're seeing food and drink price increases across Walt Disney World. Um, for those of you who don't know, September 30th is the end of Disney's fiscal year. So today, October 1st, is considered day one of the new fiscal year 2020. So this is when they make a lot of changes. This is when they make lots of price increases. So you're going to be seeing um, things like that a lot across Walt Disney World today. Yeah. Yay. The that length of that length of stay mug has typically been, I thought, a decent price. But you know, if you're staying two nights, like we stayed two nights, would I have paid twenty dollars yeah. for a mug? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. But if I'm staying seven nights, maybe. My biggest issue with the mugs is they're not good in the parks. You know, right. I think if I'm paying twenty dollars for a mug, I can only that I can only use the resort. That's not as important to me. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I still, you know, as a former soda addict, I still found them very helpful. And it's certainly cheaper than, you know, like, Charlotte, I'm trying to think of, like, you and your Diet Coke habit. Like, if you were paying out of pocket for all of those Diet Cokes, like, chances are, you know, you're there for a week. Yeah. It's going to it's gonna add up to more than. <laughs> yeah. You're you're right. But I also want them during the uh, well, you're day. at the you're park. Yeah. The park. Yep, so it, it's, yeah. it's been a, it's honestly it's been a long time since I have purchased one. Because I'm not usually at the resort that much. And yep. lately, fortunately for me, if I am, I'm at the club level. So I get them. <laughs> you get them for free. Yep. Yeah. Well, for included. Uh, not well, free, not free. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but those are the best tasting Diet Cokes you've ever had, I'm sure. Exactly right. <laughs> okay. And then this news I'm super excited about. The be Beaches and Cream is finally expanding. And... I think that's great because it's almost impossible to get a reservation there now when it used to be a really sleepy, quiet, like little hidden gem. Um, so, so Sarah, you said that it's going over towards aerials, right? Yeah. So construction photos indicate, so Beaches and Cream has been closed for, it's been closed for, I don't know, a month or so now, I guess. Don't quote me on that. It might've been longer than that. It might've been shorter, but it's been closed for renovations. Um, and we didn't know exactly what those renovations were going to entail, but the construction photos seem to indicate that they have torn down the wall between Beaches and Cream and Ariel's, which is a little used dining venue in the Beach Club, um, and are expanding Beaches and Cream into Ariel's. So huge Beaches and Cream fan, so I am all for expanding it. That's fantastic to me. Yeah. <laughs> As long as I can get some ice cream and a cheeseburger, please take up more space. Yeah. And if you have not had their tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwich, you are missing out because so that is a sleeper item. I'm telling you, the burgers are fantastic, so but that tomato soup is amazing. Good I'm just know. thinking about the cheeseburgers now because they're not frozen. They're made fresh. And that makes a difference, people. It's a great burger. You have to try it. <laughs> Darn it. Now, I want, now I'm starving. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> I haven't eaten breakfast yet. And we talked about beaches that day. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I just need to go now. Um, okay. So over here, this is like the news just keeps coming. Um, over here on the West Coast, last week, Disneyland announced that they are opening a new spa at the Grand Californian Hotel, which is great because they had Mandara Spa for a long time and that shut down oh gosh a couple months ago and there hasn't been anything um so last week it was announced that there is they are going to be opening the Tanea Stone Spa um it's going to be Disney owned which is cool they're not contracting it out um 
and if you've seen the the artist renderings, they're really beautiful. It's kind of keeping in that craftsman theme, um, and there's lots of natural elements, so um, tree stumps, water features with rocks, um, which kind of looks like what they did to the the fitness center across the way so they're kind of keeping in that theme it's really pretty and I'm, I'm reading here it's going to open in spring 2020 and in some indigenous cultures that tanea can mean to dream so they're trying to get you to relax dream recharge in this new space so it looks really pretty that's cool yeah i guess i guess, I guess we better go back I mean, uh, I I'm very clearly, once it opens, going to have to go and try it out and report back to all of you. Um, <laughs> what I really like, too, with all of the natural features, they have this in the, I guess, the relaxation room, a giant stained glass window with, like, it almost looks like a dream catcher. So it's, like, it's really reminiscent of, like, the big front doors of the resort. So it just, it, it looks beautiful. So spring 2020, I will go and research for all of you. <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifice. Way to take Thank one so for much. the team. Somebody <laughs> too. <laughs> um, and then also, um, Epcot just announced it, the dates for the Flower and Garden Festival, right? Yeah. Yes, it, they, yeah did they did. You guys weren't here. I was here. I'll, I'll do the news. <laughs> they did. We, we talked about it while we were there because it's like forever long. It's, it's really, really There's long this year. There's not going to be a period where there are no festivals. Yeah. They yeah. should just have food and wine year round and I will be happy. But Flower and Garden's pretty cool. My mother loves this. This is her favorite time at Epcot. Um, so this year or next year, it's going to be March 4th through June 1st, 2020. That's what, three months? Yeah, it's very That's long. legitimately three days short of three months. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So literally <laughs> now the only time that there is no festival is June 2nd through... Yeah. August, August whatever, they uh, probably 8th or something like that. You know, they're going to start food and wine next year. Yeah. yeah. Two months with no festival. That's it. I mean. Other than that, it's year round. I don't hate it. I kind of love <laughs> it. But, I mean, we all know they're doing this for the money. They make a lot of money off of those food booths. So, yeah, that's what they're doing. Um, and then a little bit more news. This one, I am so Excite! I'm so excited about this that I actually texted the two of them while they were in Disney World. Just so you guys know, listen to what's happening. Disney World and Disneyland, all six of the U.S. theme parks are going to be coming out with hundreds. Every single restaurant, every single Disney-owned counter service and table service restaurant are going to be having a plant-based menu item two or three on their menus. Everyone. So as somebody who is mostly vegan... I, like, my mind is blown, and I'm so excited for this. <laughs> Mostly vegan, except with the beaches and cream cheeseburger. Yeah. And cream. <laughs> and nice. Listen, I, I'm only human. I can't pass yeah. that up. Well, um, this is the thing. Like, the, the reason that – one reason that you are not vegan all the time is because it's very difficult when you travel to eat vegan. Yeah. So the not fact anymore. that – Right. So the fact that they are coming out with m multiple options – makes me so happy because it's a it's a, number one it's another you know couple of food items that i think need to be added to every menu and number two it, it gives more food options for people who really need them and i like vegan food and vegetarian food but i don't eat that way all the time but plenty of people do and plenty of people need that so i'm yeah. very excited about this yeah the vegan yeah. options are great because it's not just people who choose to be vegetarian or vegan but if you are 
you know, different kinds of coat. If you're not a particularly strict, you know, kosher, um, you know, vegan options are great because there's no dairy and there's no meat. You don't need to worry about the mixing. Uh, you know, if you're halal, again, no meat. So this is great for not just people who are doing you know, vegan diets, but for also some of the religious diets as well. So it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's great I, for the excited. planet, more vegetables for everybody. Um, and it's not just, it's not just salads. Like th there's one restaurant that's going to have like a sweet potato yogi. Um, there's, you know, noodle salads, all these different, like fried tofu bowl at the Satuli canteen. I'm reading over some of like the highlights and my mouth is watering and it's not just entrees it's desserts too the california girl's gonna have you know a plant-based cashew cheesecake it just, they're really going all out they're not kind of you know half weighing this they're they're really they studied they're trying to make things that are delicious and different and probably things that if it wasn't even told to you that it was vegan you wouldn't even know yeah, yeah. so um by the time you hear this it will have already started october 1st at quick service locations at walt disney world and tomorrow october 3rd it's going to start at table service locations at walt disney world disneyland does not get it until spring of 2020 which i think is a little backwards because it makes more sense <laughs> everybody here in southern california pretty much is you know plant-based eating you know that's just the way of life out here um so we have to wait a little bit longer which i'm sad about but i'm so excited so anybody who goes to the park soon and sees these menu items please report back to how they were um and they're going to be also very easy to find because much like at walt disney world on the menus where there's the little disney dining plan symbol there is going to be a symbol designated plant-based dining so it's going to be a little green leaf and anywhere you see that you know it's plant-based and you're going to be safe to eat it that's, I, I, I'm so excited about this too. I think it's I'm, I'm beyond excited. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. So everybody report back and let us know if you've tried it. Yeah. And then also we should say we're recording this on October 1st. So happy birthday to Walt Disney World. Yes. yes. Epcot, happy birthday. I know. So, it's very exciting. And also farewell to Illuminations. Oh, I can't. Epcot Forever starts tonight. The end. <sighs> I watched the live. I watched the live stream of uh, the final illuminations last night. Thank you so much, by the way, to um, our listener Nikki Alexander, who live streamed it for us um, in our Disney Park Princess group. If you haven't joined our Facebook group. Um, please come join us. We've got a lot of activity already. It's only been up for a couple of weeks. And we've already got, I think, 250 something members. So yeah. um, and very active. We love yeah, it. People yeah. People are chatting and it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, so thanks to Nikki for, for streaming the, the final, uh, final night of illuminations for us. It was great. So sad. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that, believe it or not, is the end of the news. Finally, I felt like it was never ending. But, Four hours um, later. <laughs> <laughs> But now we have some really fun things to do. We have a giveaway. So if you have been following along on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, in our Facebook group, Sarah had posted that we had this really adorable little Disney Cruise Line Dooney and Bork wristlet. And we were going to do a giveaway for anybody who was subscribed to our newsletter. And earlier this morning, Sharla did a random drawing and we have our winner. So congratulations to Kelly. Kelly Farmer won two two three is the beginning of your email you won the wristlet i'm so excited for you <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> so, 
We'll send Kelly an email and get her address, and Sarah will get it shipped out this week. Yep. I hope you have a cruise plan, Kelly, because you're going to look so fancy with your little wristlet. <laughs> <laughs> that's the news. That's the drawing. Now we get to talk about your vacation. Welcome home. <laughs> it was... First, I, well, I know Sharla had you had some firsts that you did because you sent me pictures of them but first tell everybody where you stayed okay we stayed in the contemporary and we stayed this is my first time at staying in the tower so we stayed in the tower theme park view room it was pretty much awesome <laughs> I, know, I was watching yeah. Sarah she did like the live stream of the happily ever after fireworks and I'm like oh look I'm on my couch but I'm pretending I'm there it was great yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it was really nice. We were about four doors down from the club level lounge. So it was very easy to just grab some snacks and go back to the room and sit on the bed and the PJs and watch the fireworks. Or I don't even know why you even left. I would have just stayed in the room the whole yeah. time. <laughs> we, we stayed in the room a lot for the a two nights. The snacks were in the club sure. lounge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was, uh, yeah, it was really awesome. It was a great, it was a great room location for sure. Yeah. And there's two club levels at the Contemporary. So there's the Atrium Club and the Tower Club. We were in the Atrium Club, which is the 12th floor. And then the Tower Club is the 14th floor. So we weren't quite that shishi. Um, we, were, <laughs> we, we were pretty shishi. You couldn't tell us we weren't pretty Moderately. shishi. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. So wh why did we go? What was the point of the trip? It's two days. That's a short trip. Sarah, you take this one. <laughs> We're both staring at each other like, um... I don't know why we went. <laughs> yeah, the, no, we. I mean, we went because we do a podcast and a blog, and it's always a good idea <laughs> to go on a regular basis and check things out and, you know, get content and get photos and check out anything new that we possibly can, um, you know, and, you know, we're always trying to try new things and stay new places so that we can compare and contrast and and write about it for you guys and talk about it for you guys, so... Um, basically our friend Melissa said, I need a break. Let's go to Walt Disney world. So that's what <laughs> we I mean, okay. that's how it started. That's how it started. But, um, yeah, we, we were just like, it's a short trip. We really just don't have the time to, at this time of year to go for longer than that. So that's why we went for such a short amount of time, but worth it, worth it to, to go. Even though say, it, it was felt like we were gone for about a week, like it was a yeah. two night, but it really felt much longer than yeah. two and a half. Um, just cause we crammed so much into those days like yeah. we really hardly stopped moving until we were ready to drop um yeah well, tell me about it what did you see what's new what new observations do you have so for me my first thing was comparing and contrasting with um the club level at the beach club so that was my first thing so my first club level experience was just last february also with charla um i had stayed club level in disneyland before um, ironically with Melissa. So I guess you guys are the only ones I do club level with, <laughs> but so I had stayed beach club with Charlotte last February. Um, and so this was only my second club level experience. So I was really interested to sort of compare and contrast and, um, you know, see what, what the different offerings were and what were the different, you know, so that was sort of like my first thing when we first got there and, you know, we went to the club, that was the first thing I was looking at was like, Oh, well, this is different and this is a little different and that's a little different, you know, um, so that was my, sort of my first impression. What's your preference? Do you Beach have Club. one? Beach, Beach Club. Club. Beach Club. <laughs> uh, for all, a, because I love the all Beach the Club so much. Um, but also the, it's it's a much larger club lounge. Um, 
probably because it serves more guests. I will say that, you know, the, the atrium club, you know, really only serves the people that are on the 12th floor, which is not that many rooms, as well as a couple of people from like the suites that are in the garden wings. But so it's really not that many people. So it makes sense that it's not as large. Um, but I just, I found that the beach club in general had more options. I thought, um, in terms of just everything, like in terms of beverages and ice cream, like the secret ice cream fridge at the beach club, which we love, um, doesn't exist at the contemporary. So I know (laughs) not worth it. Not worth it. No, totally. still totally worth it. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about, it depends on what you want though. If you want, if you want that view of magic kingdom, then you want the contemporary. If you want to be Mm -hmm. able to walk to the magic kingdom, then you want that contemporary. If you want to be on the monorail, then, you know, that's an option. Now, the Polynesian is fantastic for that as well, but you can't walk. Well, you will be able to soon, actually, soon, but yeah. <laughs> um, not in about five minutes. But, I mean, the Beach Club is amazing, and you can obviously walk to Epcot and walk to studios, but it's not that view. It's, you know, so yeah, it's There's no, no, no fireworks view at, at right. the Beach Club. Right. Yeah. So... So there is a difference, but it's just, it's not about the amenities per se in the lounge. Cause I found them pretty similar except for the ice cream, <laughs> but if, <laughs> you know, if, if you want one particular resort over the other, then I think that's, that's going to sell it for you. I wouldn't not stay at either one of them again. Absolutely. So, yeah, I would, I would happily stay at either one. Yeah, completely. Um, here is what I really need to know. Sharla, you finally found the hidden champagne bar in Epcot. I did. did. And finally, what did you think? Okay. I, (laughs) I loved it because I walked up and I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm not sure where this, where this is. And of course, Sarah was like, well, I don't know. And so I I walked up and it was not, it was not very difficult to find. It was, it it was, it was easy to find. So Sarah and Melissa stopped in Brazil and got the cheese bread and um, the pork belly. And I went to find the champagne. And so I have not eaten breakfast yet. Why do you have to say that? (laughs) So I went to find the champagne and I said, one champagne flight, please. And my new best friend, Inez, said, you don't want that. I will give you something better. And I said, it's a champagne flight. What could be better? And she (laughs) said, for just a few dollars more, you could have a glass of um, Dom Perignon. And it's the um, only, uh, what did she say? What did she call it? Anyway, it's it's their only classic wine or classic champagne that they have. Vintage, that's the word. Is it their only vintage? And I was like, it's 2008. That's a vintage champagne. <laughs> and she said yes. And so I said, okay, sold. So she then my b- best friend Inez, she said she she filled the glass all the way up to the top, and then she said, do you mind taking a little sip so that I can finish this bottle? Into and I said, I do not mind. I will do that. <laughs> so it was a very nice pour of. Uh, of I would have just sat there with her all day and be like, Inez, I'm yes. just going to hang out with you until your shift ends, okay? Just keep yes. pouring. You'll be fine. Yes. I would have, however, it was a very expensive glass of champagne, but it was totally worth it, and I had I had a great time with that, and so. I took it back to the table and I was very excited. And um, then I tried the cheese bread, which was everything that you said. All good. She sent me a picture of the cheese bread and I was like, oh my goodness, finally, what did you think? (laughs) It was good. It was good. 
I love the cheese bread so intensely that I legitimately have no less than seven servings over the course of any trip to the food and wine festival it's my favorite thing in the world yeah the brazil booth is my favorite i had my caparina and my pork belly and my cheese bread and i was totally happy and so my other favorite thing at the food and wine festival is it was there last year and i had several and then i had two on this trip even though it was short is that impossible slider i love the the impossible burgers That slider's so good, and I shared with Sarah and Melissa, and they were like, wow, this is excellent. Yeah, they were really surprised, too. It was so. fantastic. Yeah. See, yeah. plant-based food, people. It's yes. good. Yeah. And the, the other thing that they had, and Heather, you cannot try this when you go, but they have the Impossible Cottage Pie, and I really wanted to try it, but I, I wanted to try that so bad, but it's got a It's got a cauliflower something in it, so you cannot, but. I'm allergic to broccoli and cauliflower for everyone wondering why I can't yeah. try it. It's incredibly odd, but there you have it. Yeah. So yeah. it it was it seems like instead of mashed potatoes, they made it a cauliflower thing, which yeah, it was is, a cauliflower puree on top. Yeah. yeah. It sounds so good. Yeah. Okay, but let's talk about the most surprising thing that we tried and actually really liked at the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Uh the cold frosty ramen from oh, yeah. Japan. Ew. I saw your picture of that and I'm like, that looks Awful. It I thought shockingly tasty. Yeah. It okay. sounded it's gross, but plain. it looked good. First of all, it looked good. Oh, and God. then Melissa tried it and she was like, okay, this really tastes good. So we said, okay. And I was I was surprised. It was pleasantly good. surprised. Yeah. So it's Very basically good. just it's it's cold ramen noodles in a cold sort of dashi broth, you know, like a ramen broth with like a little foam on top. And it was really it was so hot while we were there. Like it was so like Heather, it was it it was like when we were there last October. Like it was that oh, level of hot. Like it was that's awful. That's yeah, it was really ugh. hot. <laughs> um, and it was so refreshing and so light. And I had the same reaction as you when I saw it. I was like, um, no. <laughs> but it you know. just I saw the picture and I'm like, I don't even want to know what that is. So oh. tasty. So tasty. Yeah, very good. So was it what was it, the broth? Was it like it's a, a it's broth? Like, no, it's like a dashi broth. So like a okay. like a like a typical I think it might have been a beef broth, but yeah, okay. it's a like a dashi sort of um ramen, but it's it's cold and it's you know super refreshing. It was really, really good. Yeah. It was very yeah. good. Other than that, there wasn't a ton that was different from last year's Food and Wine Festival. Oh, the Canada um, Theater, the O Canada. <laughs> yes, Heather singing O Canada. Uh, <laughs> the O Canada. That was sort of a nice area um, because the movie is under refurbishment. They've got the entire theater open and there's two booths in there. There's like a cider booth and then another booth. And I forget what it is. Also like a cider type of, you know, like um, apples or something. Yeah, right? exactly. Apple orchard. Yeah. Yeah. It's called the apple orchard. Um, and that was, um, we didn't love the offerings that were in there, but we did love the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the, like the craft beer when they used to do that. And I was like, I yeah. don't drink beer, but yeah. I'll hang out in here. Did any of you do the Remy's cheese special scavenger hunt thing no. that they have. What? Oh gosh, no. I have to go now. I have to go. I know. We didn't notice it until we didn't remember it until sort of later in the process. Yeah. Um and by then it was too hot to go back and <laughs> yeah. eat more food. Right to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do think the heat kind of affected what we wanted to eat. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because, um so we Absolutely. were like, I don't just don't, I'm just not in the mood for that right now. It's too hot and and, you know, some of it is a little bit, even though it's smaller portions, some of it is a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the cheddar cheese soup in Canada, but 
I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't do it. It was just way too hot. But yeah. But overall, we had a really nice time. And I do, we do have to mention one more thing, though. Definitely. Galaxy's Edge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, So we had made a reservation. I saw the string cheese. Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) well, as our listeners know, when we were in California uh, a month ago, we did not try the food offerings in Galaxy's Edge. And this time we said, well, we're going to try something. So when we went to Oga's, which is exactly the same, except better. Except not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, so much better. It looks exactly the same inside. The menu is pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. And however, it was lively and exciting. And the wait staff got everybody involved. Yep. It was, it was like a how, because when we went to the one out here, it was just a bar. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. This was completely kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like fifties prime time meets um, Trader Sam's meets this new place. I mean, it was this, it was this very lively, fun thing. And they would say, um, "You're the chosen one," and they got this little baby, and they kind (laughs) of trained her to like lift her arms, and And we were like, "Yay!" And and, you know, and then they had, and then it was over, and she kept lifting her arms and looking around, seeing if anybody was going to do it. So then I spent the rest, I spent the rest of the time there going, "Yay!" Every time she lifted her arms, and then I I saw them pull this one guy up to the bar, and. Mm They did something with him. He then, was like the rebel spy. So they were like threatening to arrest uh-huh. him or whatever. And yeah. And then somebody was on their cell phone talking to somebody and the bartender just took the phone and like is passing it down the bar kind of it <laughs> like was, walking around the restaurant with it. It was hilarious. Yeah. So, that, yeah. so that was, it was just, I think that's what it was supposed to be like at Disneyland, but we did not have that experience. Yeah. When we were there. But also even just walking around the land, there was more characters walking around. There was more citizens of Batu. So right. like what it's supposed to be. Not yeah. as many still, I think, as it was intended to be. But there were a couple. And like we, we like we turned into one store like, oh, hey, here's a store. Let's go, you know, mm-hmm. look and see if we see anything. And we walk into the store and there's R2-D2, like actual R2-D2. Just yeah. hanging out. Roaming around and flirting with me, if I do yeah. say so myself. He, he was a big fan. He's a big fan. He did. Yeah, he- Super cute. Um, and he's, you know, completely interactive. And I, I, it was just so much fun because... That's exactly how I had pictured it when, when they described it and all of the marketing materials, you know, it was like, oh, you're, you know, you're supposed to be really a part of this community and around every corner is a new experience. That was not at all the case in Disneyland. And I really did feel like it, it was in Walt Disney World. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad yeah. one place is getting it right. <laughs> and so we tried the secret charcuterie plate at, at Oga's. Um, AJ and- had told us about it a few weeks yeah. ago. Yep. And... All of us were quite impressed. Um, there was a chorizo that was amazing. There was spam, which we kind of laughed at, but it was cooked really but, well. But, but I ate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, we ate it. We we liked it. Yeah, the hold up, cheese. hold up. I'm gonna interrupt this Disney report to tell you that I saw that there is such a thing as pumpkin spiced ham, and there is a current actual fight going on in my household as to whether or not I should go get this pumpkin spiced spam. The end. Um, I'm gonna vote no okay. on that. Oh, I'm totally That's doing it. I'm totally doing it. <laughs> okay. Back okay. to Oga's. <laughs> um, so, so there was that that thing that was definitely just string cheese, just plain old shredded up string cheese, and that's true. But the, the 
the rest of it was actually really good. And yeah, we actually really liked it. AJ yeah. was not a big fan, but we we really enjoyed it. It is a secret menu item, so you have to know to ask for it. And there are a limited number each day, and we got the last one of the day. So oh, special ladies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like literally the server, as he brought the check, he sort of sidled over and was like, um, well done. That was actually the last one we had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it was so we had it, we had a nice time. Um, definitely a different experience than at Disneyland, but mm-hmm. I hope that Disneyland just was having an off day or an off hour that time we were in there and that it's normally like that, but I don't know. Get it together, Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. So we did not ride the Millennium Falcon ride because we knew that was exactly the same and yeah. we didn't have time to wait for it this time. Yeah. We had done it twice already. So, yeah. So. Um, but other than that, the land is really, really similar. I mean, it's it's almost exactly the same once you get into yeah. it. The entrance area is definitely different, but the rest of it pretty yeah. identical. Yeah. Oh, Charlotte, you were saying that you noticed really the difference in where the Rise of the Resistance ride is going to be, sort of between it, Disneyland and Disney World. Uh huh. It seemed that that to me, like at Disney World, it was obvious as soon as we walked in the land on the left, it was obvious where that ride was. At Disneyland, it was a little bit further back in the not the woods but you know like back <laughs> yeah, it's kind of looks so like, yeah. if yeah when we were walking out we had to look for it like where where is that going and we saw it so it just and maybe this time it's because I knew where it was but it just seemed like a little bit further out and a little bit angled in a different way I would agree with that it, it felt more prominent to me yeah I don't, I don't even remember noticing it in Disneyland but in Disney World you couldn't mess, miss it part of it might also be because they had like the times, you know, like you could see like the fast pass kiosks and things like those, those were or not fast pass kiosks, but the fast pass little stands, yeah. the scanners, you know, those were already up. And so it was a little more obvious what it was maybe because it's opening first. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. It's probably close to ready to go, but yeah, yeah Disneyland's was almost hidden and Charlotte and I noticed it as a, an afterthought because we were, what, what is going over there? Oh, that looks like a ride queue. I uh-huh. bet you that's the other ride. Yeah. Yeah. But this one was very obvious what it was going to be. So, yeah. Yep. But same place, same basic place, you know, and I, the lands were supposed to be identical. And I really think that they are, they're not identical, but they're very close. It's it, it close. mainly just the, mainly just the entrance. And you walk under this tunnel, it's weird at, and oh, that's uh, the big difference. Studios, you walk like under this tunnel, and it's just like all this Hollywood theming Muppets, and then weird tunnels, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, <laughs> it's a very abrupt transition. Yes, it really was. But how yeah, did you know? How were the crowds? Pretty low. What crowds? Yeah. Really? Shut <laughs> up. What crowds? Oh. Um, I think the time that we were there at four or five o'clock in the afternoon, it was like a 35 minute wait for um, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Yeah, Consistently, Seven Dwarves, Flights of Passage, Soren have all had longer standby queues than Millennium Blinky Falcon Dog. has. Blinky Dog, Blinky we Dog. waited about 45 to 50 minutes for it, which was posted as longer than uh, Smuggler's Run. So, I mean, Disney, there's been a whole bunch of news about this lately, which, you know, we could spend hours on. But basically, Disney predicted all these heavy crowds and they are not there. So it's 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 like almost like they're a victim of their own marketing machine. Here, everybody's going to be coming. This is the thing to do. And everyone's like, well, I'm not going to deal with that. I'll deal with it later. And nobody's there. But, you know, that we've got new um, 
presidents of the parks now and like all this stuff. So it's yeah, people have lost their jobs over this. So, yeah. Yeah. As if it's their fault. But don't get me started. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, we could spend forever on it. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah. This is not that kind of. Yeah. Fact. <laughs> we also saw the Tron construction. Ironically, from our room, we had a fantastic view of the Tron construction. So um, I'm that so is excited for super that. Super exciting. Yeah. Yes. You um, guys don't even know everybody listening. This is the best freaking roller coaster ever. I cannot wait for it to come to Florida. I'm yeah. so excited for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you get a really good view from the people mover um, yep. too. So. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Um, the Speedway is reopened, so yay. Everybody whose kids were devastated because the Speedway was closed for Tron Construction, that's reopened. Uh, and it looks like they've replaced the cars with the electric cars instead oh, of the... Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm not sure if they have... So you don't have yet, to hold your breath as you walk yeah. I didn't... I it did so, not it sounded it and smelled by. very different, so yeah. I don't know if they have yet or not, but yeah. it, looked, it looked like it. Yeah. Um, what else did we do? It's all a blur. <laughs> I know. It's just a, we I know. never made it to Disney Springs. There is no new Vera Bradley bag, sadly. Um, this was interesting, actually. We I did go to Mouse Gears to look for the Vera Bradley bag, and that um, the Vera Bradley Disney um, is now exclusively sold only at the Vera Bradley store in Disney Springs. It's not sold in any of the parks. Oh, that's so, kind of annoying. As opposed to Dooney and Burke, which you cannot move without tripping over a Dooney and Burke display. Um, Vera Bradley is only at Disney Springs. So I wonder why they did that. What if I don't make it to Disney Springs? Like you didn't. That's annoying. And you don't get yeah. the Vera Bradley bag. You get the Vera Bradley bag. Yeah. It's on Shop Disney though. So <laughs> still a possibility. But yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Anything else that you guys can think of? No, no. I'm sure we're forgetting lots of things. I mean, we did eat, you know, we, we ate at a lot of the different booths. We did do like one last ride on the three caballeros, you know, just in case, you know, things that we know are going to be just changing. In case. Tried, yeah. <laughs> well, we know it's changing, but yeah. you know, spaceship earth. Yeah. So we, we tried to do sort of some, some last, um, I don't know. Oh, one of my favorite things that we ate because <laughs> I hadn't had it before was the, um, sweet and spicy, Chicken waffle sandwich oh, from yeah. Snake Hollow. <gasps> that is so, so good. good. I so haven't good. had that in probably like six years, but my goodness, is that it, good? It was so good. I had never had it before. Charlotte and I split one, and it was everything. And we we were both yeah. regretting that because we didn't want that much food, but then we we're like, I could eat like three yeah. of these. Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah, really I could eat more, but um, yeah. it was good for what it was because it was again so hot, so hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, all good. Welcome home. I would feel really sad for you, except they're going on a cruise in two weeks. So don't feel bad for them. Don't feel bad for them. Yeah. And we were like saying goodbye. We were like, oh, I'll see you in two weeks. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Normally it's like, oh, big hugs. I don't know when I'm going to see you next time. And this time it was like, all right, see you in a couple weeks. Thank you. No big deal. <laughs> well, thank you for telling us all about your trip and keeping us up to date on everything you saw. Um, and thank you guys for listening on our Patreon extra for all of our fantastic Patreons. We are going to be talking about all of the fun Halloween things that we're going to be doing because that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate you so much. And if you would like to listen to our extra ramblings and our pop culture and things that we kind of go a little crazy about feel free to visit patreon.com slash disney park princess and you can subscribe to listen to us um we get a little crazy it's a little fun um i rant a lot so that's a lot of fun 
Um, and thank you guys. You can, oh, you can find us on social media, Diz Park Princess on Instagram, Disney Park Princess on Facebook. And don't forget to go and join our group. Like we said before, everybody is so active and friendly on there. Everybody's tossing out vacation advice and, and giving each other ideas on how to surprise their loved ones and things like that. So that's really nice too. Thank you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.